JR, the boss man show, talking to the new head coach, South Dakota State, the Jack Rabbits, Coach Eric Nielsen. Coach, he told me off air, you guys said, it's inches of snow, man. I can't even imagine having to deal with that, man. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, my man, it is miserable. Miserable. Um, that's not supposed to happen in April here, but you know what? Uh, we got some tough people around here. We go through it. You got that right, man. And coach, I'm asking now, Coach, for I'm going to start you off something like, difficult, I guess, because, you know, I'm a Florida guy. You know, a lot of players down in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, down. How do you tell a guy like me, how do you sell us on South Dakota State to come play up there? <laughs> that kind of snow well, and cold, man. <laughs> uh, hey, JR basketball is an indoor sport. It's an indoor sport. So, no, that's one of the ways we, we sell it, but – you know when you've been to five of the last eight NCAA tournaments and, and you've had a tradition that, that we've had and we've had some success, you know, people want to be part of winners. And, and so that's how you do it, baby. You, you try to success, uh, sell that dream of that NCAA tournament that so many young kids have. And, and uh, we've been fortunate enough that uh, – we can keep that going for a little bit. And you, you guys pretty much own the Summit Summit League. I mean, on the Coach Osterberg, on the previous coach. I mean, South Dakota State is known for getting, like, getting that training, getting that bit down. So being able to keep you, I thought was very important, Coach, because you want to keep that train going. You know how it is. You know how to get the job done. You've been an associate head coach. I'm hiring you was the right move in my mind. And you kind of feel if Coach Osterberg got a job elsewhere that you would be the man that they would, they would call up? Well, you know, I think continuity is important. And um, we were able to, you know, keep that with them, you know, hiring me, and we were able to keep three other staff members as well. And, and um, you know, that comfortability that our players had with, with all of those guys returning, I think, was really, really important. Of course, there's always going to be a little bit of um, change and in, in turnover when there is a change in the staff as well. So, so um, I do feel like, you know. Our guys are excited about that continuity, and, and um, they understand what you know has as the success has been built on, and and so do we. So I do believe that continuity is important, and and you know, fortunately, like you said, you know, Justin Sell, our athletic director, and, and, and President Don have that confidence in me and the rest of the staff that we're, that are staying that uh, we can keep this train rolling. And uh, coach, and uh, I know you probably took a little bit of the system, so. How much different would the system be now that you're the head man now, not making suggestions or making decisions now? Yeah, that's that's a great question, Jr. You know, there's going to be a lot of similarities. You know, we were fortunate enough to have some of the best scores in the country last year, with Mike Don being a top ten scorer in the NCAA history. You know, so we were unique that way. We were, you know, a lot more of an offensive-oriented team where we could outscore a lot of teams. You know, I think going forward, and, and, and a lot of it has to do with personnel and the graduation of Mike and, and stuff like that, but um, we're going to have to be more balanced. We're going to have to be able to win in multiple ways, and, and um, I think you're going to be able to see that, you know, with, with an energy level on the defensive end of the floor um, and, and like I said before, giving us multiple ways to win. And, and we've been able to do that in the past, you know, this last last couple of years, you know, being being such elite scorers, you know, that's where we kind of, you, you know, hung our hat. But uh, I think going forward, you're going to be able to see us win in multiple ways. Now, Coach Kobe, wow, Mike, do you think he'll be an NBA player next year? Do you think that that's his next move is probably NBA or think he'll be an overseas guy maybe? 
you know, that's, that's what time will tell, to be honest with you. You know, Mike has that unique ability to stretch the floor as a, you know, six, eight, six, nine dude that has a seven, three wingspan. Um, and he has that great equalizer that, that so many NBA teams value at a really high level. And that's the ability to make shots anywhere on the floor. He has great hands. He has great touch. Um, you know, I know Mike's passion and, and, and drive to get better um, are, are, are things that, you know, help people succeed. And, you know, you know, time will tell, but I, I do believe Mike will, Mike will get a shake. And you know what? That's for is an opportunity. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Let's have him in Atlanta. We need some more shooters around here. Let's have him with the Hawks. We need some shooters around here. <laughs> to help I think out. he'll go in and make money now. <laughs> yeah, you got there, right? Yeah, yeah, trade some, yeah. We need, to have, we need to trade to get some assists today. Throw the mic in the corner for a corner of threes. Pick and roll with John Collins, three-pointer. I can see it happening, man. I can see it. <laughs> Space that floor, baby. Floor. You got there right. And uh, Coach, uh, South Dakota State to me, Coach, is a great spot because you guys can take JUCO guys, transfer guys, grad transfer guys, high school seniors. You all can take anybody. And with your program being a national brand to me now, with, since you guys have, is that how you want to kind of approach it to kind of figure out the well on the roster you could add a guy with be a grad transfer or a JUCO guy or a sit two play or sit one play, play, take two, play two guy or, or high school senior so how are you looking about taking and building this roster to balance it out keeping the continuity for you for years to come yeah you know like you said jr we're, we're, we're open to anything whether it's a transfer whether it's a juco whether it's a grad transfer a guy that has to sit or a high school kid um we're looking for guys that that understand and respect south dakota state and, and understand um the importance of, of basketball to our school and um, what we stand for, it doesn't matter if they're from Atlanta, Georgia. It doesn't matter if they're from Brookings, South Dakota. It doesn't matter if they're from Chicago, Illinois, or wherever, or if they're a JUCO transfer or whatever. We, we want guys that want to be here, that uh, you know, want to work and want to want to get better every single day. And uh, th- that's that's the guys we're looking for, and, and and are just selfless. That's that's how we've built this program. That's why how we've went to five of the last eight NCAA tournaments and, and, and have had the success we've had. And, and that, that part's not going to change. And, Coach, at your level, I, I think it's so important for player development and skill development of the, of the young men. And this time of year, the springtime, summertime, and the early fall's time to develop the guys as players, as young men, and grow their games, grow their bodies, and grow their minds. So how are you approaching this this spring? We're taking, taking over here and kind of getting these guys up actually for the summer and fall here and then spring to get themselves ready for next season under you. Yeah, we've, we've done a lot of, you know, obviously skill development type stuff and and um, we've, we've also done a little bit of competing this spring. That's something that we haven't done a lot in the past. But we are going to play a bunch of guys that, that haven't, haven't had a ton of experience. So to be able to get back out on the floor and, and, and compete, you know, and understand the level that you do have to compete at to be successful is really, really important for us moving forward. So just teaching that expectation of the competitive level that you need to have has been something that really focused on along with the skill development this spring and our guys have just relished in it to be honest with you and they're they're crushing it in the weight room and this is a time for personal gains and there's a selfless piece to it but but also this is where you do see those gains and you know whether it's in the weight room and you're adding strength or 
on the floor where you're working on a, a move that, that, that you want to be able to utilize next year. So that's kind of how we're approaching this spring, and, and we'll do similar things this summer as well. And having four hours up from two hours from previous years has to help because I, I feel like two hours is like too, too little time. But having four a little bit better can get on, get on the court the guys, give them some more weight room work as well because they can get stronger. Cause I feel like the more time they can spend with their coaches, the better. But they actually got to put in the work on their own too, of course. But having you guys kind of give them that direction helps as well. Yeah, I think it's that, that's a great point. I think um, you know certain teams, you know, <laughs> it's more valuable than others. And our team going forward next year, it's going to be extremely valuable. You know, we're bringing in six six new guys that need to be integrated into our program, and to be able to have that time this summer um, to be able to help buffer that that uh, zone or whatever before they have to compete for, for real. Is, is huge for us, especially this year, you know, when we have so many new guys. You know, if, if you have a returning veteran team, you know, sometimes you have to monitor that with some rest and some time away and some, just some clear of their mind type stuff. But for us, we're building relationships. We're building trust this year. We're, we're, we're creating bonds that, that will help us that will help us, you know, when times get tough during games that you can just rely on your teammates. So this 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 summer and, and fall is going to be huge with that extra time that we're able to have. And now, Coach Henson, do you feel like not on the schedule wise, you keep it kind of same the way it was on the Coach Altsenberger, kind of trying to find great games, but guys really don't want to play you guys because you have been so good. So, I mean, that's how hard it was for you to get games anyway because you guys are being good. So. How you consistent going about scheduling non-conference going forward since you're the man with, man with the plan now? Well, yes, Jr. We're a little bit more of a hot commodity now than uh, no Frank. A little bit more willing to play, <laughs> but we, we want to play the best. You know, we want to play the best. We want to challenge ourselves um, in in the preseason, which will help us prepare for league play. Uh, we're willing to we're willing to go about anywhere and, and uh, challenge ourselves and you know we got you know we, we're going to put some high majors on there some great you know neutral games against some you know light competition so we're really excited about what what we have in front of us and, and it's going to be much very similar to what we've done in the past. Yeah, I'm pretty certain Georgia, Georgia Tech that don't want to play you guys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'll ask off the record and I'm going to get a great answer. <laughs> Yeah, hey, if you can help in any way, we're in, man. We're in. All right, <laughs> hey, just pay, pay for the travel. Give them a few, a few hundred thousand dollars to go back with. And see what I'm you know, I'm just trying to help <laughs> out, no man. Guy. I'm trying to help out my guys and I come. I'm trying to help them out, man. Come on, do it, do it. But no, nah, I, I, I got, it, I got to look like, really? They're good. We don't want to take risk of a loss at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny. I, I asked out, but it was funny, man. I just kept on saying, yeah, I, I would do the same thing about your shoes, but I get it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then, but, Coach, but, but your league, to me, is a good league because, you know, I had on Coach Kaufman, who's from down here in Georgia, uh, in Fort Wayne, you know, I know Rodney Bluffs is trying to build up Denver as well. You know, you guys great. You got uh, South Dakota got the old coach. It was before Craig Smith was there. He's back. I'm a model there. So I feel like you guys got a lot of great teams in your league, man. And I feel like the league's growing. Omaha played well this year as well. So to me, the league is, is getting tougher by the year, and the talent is getting better. The coaching is getting better each year in your, your league. So I can imagine each night out there, it's a dog fight to get those wins, man. 
it's the best. It's fun. You know, that's what you want. You want a competitive league, you know, whether it's, you know, like you said, a lot of those guys, and you can even mention the team that went to the tournament this year at North Dakota State, you know. So, so teams, are, teams are, you know, very, very competitive. It's, it's, for the most part, very regional. So there is some tradition with a lot of these games that have taken place a long time. And that's that's really special for our fans. Um, it's one of the best every, every year. It's one of the best three-point shooting leagues in, in the country. So to be able to you know have, be able to hang your hat on some things is pretty special and and um, yeah the key, at night in and night out you're going to be challenged whether you're at home or on the road and you're you're gonna you're gonna have to you know expect your guys to show up and compete and and um, that's that's been a fun deal for us. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, I want to ask you guys about rule changes. The NIT experimented with some rules this year, kind of doing the resetting of the fouls, the widening of the lanes, extending the three, three point line. But also, Coach, I like the, the 20 second shot clock, maybe advancing the ball into the game's playing quarter. So, are you, is there anything that you want to see the game maybe tweak a little bit to make the game more succinct with the FIBA and NBA or like the way it is? So, I'd get your opinion on that as well, Coach. Yeah, I'm all for that to bring a little bit of unity to it, to be honest with you. You know, we played in the NIT this year against Texas and, and lost a heartbreaker down there. And uh, honestly, I, I love that, that the rules of, you know, you know, playing the quarters and resetting the foul situations and, and um, you know, no one-on-ones and widening the lanes for spacing purposes. And um, like you said, just the unity, I think, is important. You know, I – do I have strong feelings on it? I wouldn't necessarily say it's strong. You know, I'm going to play by the rules given to us. But, um, but you know, if we did have a little bit of unity, I'd be all for that, to be real honest. That's what I got for you, Coach. I know it's been crazy to took over this job, man. So how are your days typically? Are they real busy? Are you trying to meet with boosters, meet with fans, meet with alumni, uh, trying to do practice plans for, for, for the workouts? I mean, how, how busy has it been for you since you took over this gig, man? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, Jr. What's not been a lot of, and that's sleep. Um, so that's that's you can kind of count a lot of that out. But uh, honestly, you know, working with Coach Otterberger, one, one thing that I probably respect about him more than anything else is, you know, our program is about our players, and uh, every decision that we make is about our players and helping that experience that they can have at South Dakota State even better. And um, you know, so that's what my mind used. To, that's what my mind and. and decisions are made from is our guys so to be able to spend time with them whether it's in in the office hanging out um, on the on the court working out watching them in weight room those times are special to me and um that will never change here well coach Hanson, i look forward to watching your team this year man i know you do a great job i love your energy i'm glad they gave gay times you to be the man today to take over the program i know coach Hodges come on the show when he was the coach there and i was had a relationship with you guys and your programs so look forward to seeing you guys rebound this year hopefully punch that ticket to the big dance man and keep this train rolling up there in brookings you got that my man i appreciate you having me on the show you let me know anytime i'll be ready to join no doubt coach have a good one man talk to you real soon buddy for all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service.
Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to do two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody. Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me 
You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. All right, folks, you know, Gerald, the Boss Man Show, joined by the new head coach of the UMCK Kangaroos, Coach Billy Donald on the Boss Man Show. Coach, how's it out there for you, man, KC? Oh, it's great. Great. Love being here. Really excited about the opportunity. Kansas City's one of the best, you know, cities in our country. Um, you know, great barbecue, great people, sports town, blue cop town. Uh, just need to just need to win some games. I think we'll get the kind of support that uh, that we want. Yes, indeed, Coach. What about this administration and then the program itself to make you decide to take this job? I know you was at Wright State previously. Uh, you know, you've been an assistant around college basketball, man. You, you're very much known in the business, and you're a rising star for many years. So what, what position really made you say, hey, I want to go to KC and take the job and turn this program around? Well, three of my last four jobs, you know, uh, UNC Wilmington where I play Wright State uh, and Northwestern, and then obviously I coached in Michigan. You know, those were places where you get you get a chance to be a trailblazer. You know, where there there wasn't a lot of winning, um, there wasn't a lot of tradition. You get to go somewhere and be a part of what we, what we would call the founding fathers of the program. And uh, you know, certainly what Coach Collins has done, Northwestern taking them to their first ever NCAA tournament. You know, my my ten years at Wright State, uh, we finished uh, third or better in, in the league uh, seven or eight times. We played five championship games in ten years. Unfortunately, our record we were one and four. We needed to win more of those. And then at Wilmington. When I went there as a player, they'd never won a championship, and we won two when I was there as a player, and then when I went back as an assistant, we went four in four years. And, and I see a lot of the similarities. UMKC had everything. It's a great school academically. We've got the Block School of Business, which is named after H&R, you know, the H&R Block family, and uh, our computing engineering program is nationally ranked. Our, our music school uh, is one of the best in the world. And we're in a beautiful uh, suburb of Kansas City, about 12 minutes from downtown. You, you know, the area is it's a basketball-savvy, it's a sports-savvy area. Um, you know, the only thing that hasn't it hasn't had is tradition. Uh, once you prove you can win, I think when, when when kids and families see that everything else UMKC has to offer, it's a diverse campus, uh, small classroom sizes for you know intimate uh, teaching or learning opportunities. Um, those were all the things that drew to, drew me to UMKC. And then our athletic director uh, Brandon Martin, Dr. Martin, played at Southern Cal and played for one of the legends in George Raveling while he was there. And um, you know, all those things matter. And, you know, the other thing is our women's program. Uh, Coach Hoyt's done a great job in just two years, and, and they're winning. So uh, certainly don't see why we can't do it on the men's side.
Exactly, Coach. Like I said, you're in a great town, a great university, and guys that want to come there and play. There's no a lot of, now these young younger generation. You know, I'm in my 30s, but a lot of guys know about the town, the life, the experience. So being a see like KC with all the sports around there, the great barbecue. It's a it, to me, it's a great recruiting pitch already, and that you can grow there. You can build the foundation. You've shown you can win. You've been in big places and won in Power Five schools as an assistant and as a coach. So I feel like you're in a great spot. What your experience and where your background is, guys will buy into what you're trying to teach and sell them to get them to come to KC, play for you guys, and then the rules there. No, there's no question. It's a place where, you know, the league is really good. Uh, you know, New Mexico State's been the best team. Chris Jans has done a really good job. And uh, But just three years ago, the league was the 25th-rated league in the country. This year it was 14th. Um, so there's there's there, there's been a, there's been a huge upward climb. You know, you're entering the league with it, with it, with it starting to peak. It's beginning its peak. Uh, and all those things are exciting. And I love the travel of the league. You know, you get to go to some of the best cities in the country. I wish it was a little more East Coast, but, you know, we go to Los Angeles, we go to Seattle, we go to Chicago, we go to Phoenix, we go to Salt Lake. Um, you know, and then obviously we have New Mexico State and we head down to Texas. Um, so it's it's exciting. And, and, and you know, it, it, it is there is something special about doing something that's never been done. You know, because as I tell our guys, if we go to the NCAA tournament in 2020, Ten years later, there'll be a reunion for the first ever team that that, that, that went at UMKC. And if you go again in 2021, there won't be a, a reunion ten years later. When you're the first, uh, you know you get all bragging rights, you get all the accolades. So that's that's something certainly uh, the goal that, that we need to attain um, as quickly as we can. And coach, getting the job early as you did, you got time to bond with the players, recruit your own guys, keep some guys leaving out of the program. With those a lot of times take over a job, guys are bound to transfer out of the program. You get a chance to kind of build a bond with the guys, keep them there. So I know you feel good about that. Also, be able to get on the court with the guys and kind of show the guys what you're about. Get kind of kind of feel, get a feel for what the kind of guys you have on your roster. You know how you want to form a team going to the summer and the fall there. No, no question. I mean, being here, this is the start of a third week, uh, and you know when when they let the previous coach go. You know, those kids were, were disappointed. They they were playing for for a man that had recruited them and showed them a lot of love. And ten guys put themselves in the portal, uh, and seven of those ten, after a couple weeks with our program, our culture, you know, our values, our family first forever. Once you become a part of the UMKC family, you're part of our family for life. You know, we want to go to your weddings. We want to hear, uh, you know, when you when you're getting ready to have children, and and we want to help you with through the, some of the downtimes. You know, I've been fired. Uh, most people, it happens to them in their lives, and we want to be one of the first phone calls to help them. Uh, pick those up and you know and the second thing is we want to emphasize a wing work ethic and then the third is to be a person of character and i think our guys with uh, how we run it the first couple weeks have enjoyed the workouts they're checking out and it gets you better uh so seven of those guys have taken themselves out of the portal and that's really exciting news for for our program and we do have one one person uh committed uh so we're working uh hiring the staff doing all those things so uh it's it's an exciting time for us um you know, and, and uh, we're, we're going to need to get some good players and, and, and get better because the league is so good. Yes, indeed, Coach. And I said I've noticed that the league is getting better over the years itself. And, and Coach, I know you're happy to have four hours now, open two hours. I know you guys like, had two hours previously, but having four, they can really help those guys and really get those guys get them on skill development, get them on play development plans you want them to be on and help those guys have even more fun, compete, and get better mentally, physically, and emotionally to be good for you when it comes to October and November next this year. Yeah, it's a great point you bring up, and one of the best parts about it is, you know, when you're in season, as you know, you're really trying to develop a team when you're in season. So when you start practices now, basically at the end of September, early October, you know, it's it's a lot of a lot of things to dedicate to the team. And in preseason and the postseason, with only two hours a week, 
you know, it just wasn't enough time. And that's where you can build relationship with individual guys as, as a head coach or assistant coaches. Those, those four hours a week, that's four days. If you do an hour a day, that's four days a week where you're in the gym. And, you know, we do smaller groups. So we just focus on two or three guys uh, in each group. And, you know, those guys can see that, that we take their individual games, you know, uh, very, very seriously. Uh, it was a little harder to do with only two hours a week. Uh, so I'm really glad that that rule change happened. And, and I think most coaches are as well. And coach, I also feel like if you're a school man, you you can get um, high school seniors. You you can also get transfer guys. You can get JUCO guys, grad transfer guys. Go international if you want to. I feel like you're in KC, you can kind of go after anybody who you want to. Anybody you've been inviting in the middle of the country, pretty much. You can go East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, South, in Northwest, and kind of be in the middle and get anybody you want to know the recruiting budget. may not be for you what you to go everywhere you want to go, but you can just pitch it and say, hey, we're here in the middle of the country, not too far from either way you want to go, wherever you're from. Well, without question, the first thing we got to do in recruiting is we we got we, we, we to build a fortress around Kansas City in this area, Kansas, Missouri, um, you know, there's so many great high school coaches, so many great summer programs. There's great, to your point, great junior colleges uh, in, in in our state and in the neighboring states. There's plenty of talent. We've got to build that fortress. We've got to get kids here. And if they make a decision to go somewhere else and it doesn't work out, we've got to be the school they want to come back to on the bounce back. Um, but no, no, no question, Kansas City, our education, the diversity of our campus, um, the people here are incredible. Their passion for UMKC, their passion for students, uh, to excel in every aspect of life is something you see when you're when you're on campus and you're meeting with different people from from different departments. Um, it's a place that we can also recruit nationally, and we're excited to because we are we're we're central located in the country, uh, and that that's also a big positive in terms of our recruiting. And non conference scheduling wise, coach, I feel like you got a lot of great schools out there in the Midwest that will play you guys. You can play challenge your team and non conference get those guys ready for that whack play because those teams are tough in the league as we just discussed earlier in the conversation we had. So how do you see this going about scheduling non conference? No next year's probably already done for you, but going after that in twenty twenty, how do you see yourself trying to schedule those games for, for your roster? Always gotta have a balance. You know, we're gonna play some teams from the power five uh, every year and certainly play some teams that are just like us. Uh, and, then, and then play teams that are different, and we want our guys to experience the country and um, you know take some trips, whether it's for an MTE tournament somewhere or Puerto Rico, Bahamas, California. You know, we, we we're we're, we're going to do those things, but we're we're going to play a a, a well balanced diet in terms of the schedule, in terms of who we play. Um, you know, every year, and I think it's a schedule our fans will be excited about and appreciative of. Yes, indeed. And I like to ask the coaches about this when I first talked to them. Like, who are some coaches and individuals who really helped you, mold you as a player and as a coach now as you lead this program here going forward? Mm-hmm. Well, it's the amazing thing. I, you know, I, I, you're, it's a great question. <clears throat> Excuse me. I um, I went to listen to a, a legendary football coach speak at the University of Dayton and. Yes, everybody in the room to stand up if they had three coaches, three three people in their lives outside of their parents or immediate family that made an impact. Everybody stood up and thought of three people, and it could have been anybody. It could have been a teacher, and they said, "Well, how many of them? How many of them are coaches? Uh, if you have one that's a coach, remain standing. And then the next one, if you have two that's a coach, remain standing. So, w- w- if you had one that was a coach, the whole room remained standing. And I'd say if two of the three were coaches, seventy percent of the room remained standing." And then three out of three that were coaches were – it was about 10% of the room. But it, it, it's remarkable, the impact. I, I You know, from my junior high coach, Dudley Brown, to my high school coach, Brian James, and Vince Carter, uh, not the player, a different Vince Carter out of Chicago. And then my college coach, Jerry Wainwright, uh, his assistant, 
with my assistant, Brad Burnell, who's now the head coach at Clemson, who I worked for for eight years. Uh, and then, obviously, the time with John Beeline at Michigan, who belongs in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he's, an, he's an even better person. Uh, he's a remarkable coach. Um, you know, this, this five out, guys playing five guys outside of the perimeter, playing, uh, you know, smaller guys at the center, that's all John Beeline. He's been doing it since 19, since the 70s. And certainly Chris Collins at Northwestern, a guy that I grew up with, is a, is a phenomenal coach. So, uh, But I, nobody's had a greater impact on me in my, my career than my dad, who's, who was a coach for 35 years. Uh, so I've been really, really fortunate to be a coach's son. He, my dad coached at Providence College. He recruited Billy Donovan there, coached Billy uh, there with, with Coach Patino, and then he went to Northwestern. Uh, for for a guy in his own right who was a legend in Bill Foster, so um, been really blessed to be around some great coaches uh, and and learn so much from them. And hopefully, the biggest thing is that our players um, learn the value of hard work and having great character and integrity, uh, the way that those coaches uh, taught me. And coach, I can I can also say something with you because Frankie Allen and Sal Alexander are still two people who helped mold me in my life today, who I still have relations with, who yeah. I love them both to death. Because Coach Allen and when I was like, going through junior high school and Coach side taking over Tennessee State really helped me to be where I'm at for radio wise and life wise, and I can thank those guys enough for helping me out through my life to get me where I'm at. So I can definitely definitely echo this sentiment that you that you said, Coach, right there. Well, yeah, we all can relate, right? It's it's amazing what coaches do for us uh, over the course of our life, and I think the impact that, that they have on us goes it's generational. You know, if you, if you when you have children, you're teaching the same lessons that those coaches taught us to your to our children, and uh, that's why you coach. So the competitions are great, playing in those games, having practices, they're great. I mean, it's a big reason why you coach, but the the ultimate reason why we coach, why it's not a job for us, it's a vocation, it's a calling, is the relationships and the impact that you get to have on young people, hopefully for the rest of their lives. Amen to that, Coach. And I also want to run this by you, Coach. Uh, I covered out of NIT games this, this offseason here, this season here, and I saw the rule changes they were working experimenting with, the staying the lane there, the standing three-point line, uh, resetting, the, resetting the fouls to five or ten-minute mark of the halves. And so, yeah. so I want to see, are you, are, you, are you one of those coaches who wanted to see them tweak the rules a little bit, maybe go to quarters, maybe let you advance the ball with a timeout, shorten short the shot clock a bit. So other things you want to see in the, in the game going forward next rule like when they change the rules and update the rules there? You know, what I will say is that for sure I'm in favor of going to quarters. We're the only uh, – men's college basketball is the only uh, basketball played in the world anymore that's not quarters. Europe, the women's game, high school game, the end of pro game, uh, they all play quarters. And I think we need to go to quarters. Um, you know, and at our National Association of Coaches meeting at the final four two weeks ago, you know, one of the things – and this was a great point – Bob McKillop, um, you know, leading the NIT this year at Davidson, the head coach at Davidson. And Coach McKillop said he thought it was real important for all of us coaches that didn't play in it, call other coaches that did, because you do have a different perspective if you've played in it versus if you just watch it. Uh, and that is something I'm going to do. I'm going to call some, some of the guys that play in the NIT to get their thoughts on some of the other rule changes like advancing the ball. You know, uh, I see both sides of that. I think it's great for the fans. It's great at the end of the game. It makes it more exciting. But is that justified, you know, to the defense? You know, when you're on defense and the other team gets to call timeout and advance it to half court or to the side out uh, like they do in the NBA, you know, I can see both sides. If I want to talk to some people that have actually lived it, um, you know, the, the widening the lane, you know, there's there's negatives to that too because as physical as the game is, now you're talking about the low post players being even further out. Um, is that, is that Does that hurt offense and help defense? Well, those are, those are great points. 
uh, and I'm, I don't consider myself a traditionalist in every aspect. Uh, certainly, our game needs to always be growing with um, development of, of, of the athlete that, that, that is happening now. And uh, certainly from a fan standpoint, we want our fans to enjoy, appreciate, be excited about the game. Yes, and then with Coach Donlin, I thank you so much for your time today. And I said, I look forward to seeing you guys play this year. I uh, hope you guys play some non-conference towards Georgia way, if you put possible. But because I, I, I'll let see you guys come, come close down here, man. But I, when I'm not with Leonard Hawks, if we definitely come out there to Indiana, if you close, I'll try to come out there and see you guys play this year, man. Because the Hawks and Falcons keep me busy on the road with doing the fall and, and spring to some and one time. But if I can find a way to get there, if come see you guys play in case I love the barbecue there. I love the atmosphere of coming to see a cheap game as well so i love the city man it's a great town yeah it's a great city if you make it out of here the barbecue's on me i got you so hopefully we can get out to see to see, to see you for a game and uh really appreciate you having me on really appreciate it thank you welcome coach hey anytime coach love to have a show again feel free man if you have a guy from Atlanta you want to discuss some show or nice, nice kids you get love to talk to him on the show which is well man because love helping out and me and magic schools get the exposure that's what we do here on the ball the boss man show coach yeah, I really appreciate it. It's awesome that you do it. Thank you so much. All right, Coach. Have a great talk to you real soon, man. All right. We'll talk soon. All right. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, WinterGuard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents. We all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. 
Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today we have them from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. All right, folks, the JR the Boss Man Show. Got one of my good buddies on the show with me, Fox Sports South and Grizzlies Fox Sports Southeast correspondent, my man Dean on the Boss Man Show. Phil, long time no see on the show, man. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Boss Man. Good to hear from you again. Yes, indeed. Well, Phil, I had to come talk to you because you are my guy. Memphis knows what's going on, man. So last week, media day is going on nice and cool. Chris Wallace was talking about the future. So JB, Mr. Afton, around about one one thirty your time, I'm getting, I'm seeing things on Twitter and getting text messages about JB's being fired and Chris Wallace has been reassigned and it all all hell broke loose in Memphis. So talk, were you all hearing this buzz on the, when when the Warriors were in town on the tenth plan? You guys, did y'all hear that this was gonna be some crazy on Thursday, or it just shocked you guys as well? Um. Yes, considering that they both went into uh, the exit interviews and dressed the media saying, you know, 
this is where this is where we're going, and JB's going to be the head coach still. Um, when when Chris Wallace said to the media to the media that we don't know what the direction is right now, we don't know what the plan is ahead. That kind of threw everybody off of just like, but you're the general manager. You're the one that should be guiding that direction. If you don't know what's going on, then something's something's wrong. And about two hours later or so, Chris Wallace was demoted and J.B. Bickerstaff was gone. Yeah, and I feel bad for J.B. He can't get a good shake or anything, whether it be in Charlotte, whether it be in Houston and Memphis, I mean, the guy's an NBA coach. I know he's younger and growing, but give the guy a chance, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it was really disappointing because uh, what JB had done uh, since the Gasol trade, he had really brought that team together and uh, was able to use the pieces that they did. I mean, in March, I mean, they, they finished, uh, they had a, a winning percentage for the whole month of March. Which was very shocking, considering they what they had gave up for Marcus Salt, but they brought in guys like DJ Miles, Jonas Valanciunas, and Noah Ride. They were able to get. You could see that the the ship was starting to go in the right direction, and now you're taking you're taking your uh, captain off, off the boat now. So uh, I re- I really hope JB gets another shot as a head coach then. Yes, indeed, and DeLon Wright, to me, played really well. I watched the game against the Mavericks. Now, I was cheering for a Mavericks win for obvious reasons. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to get that pick. So, I was cheering. But he played triple doubles and all those back-to-back games. I, he was taking control of the team and the floor. Javon Carter showed up against the Warriors in a major way. Also, I saw development on in the Grizz players. And we, I know when you got JJB, the, the thing was a player development guy. He signed a three-year extension. I know he wasn't paid the most as a coach. You can pay a coach, but still, it's like last year you gave him this job. You talk about player development. He's going to help us move to the next direction. And I find in Memphis, the coach upheaval stops our progress, if you ask me. Absolutely. I mean, the progress that he did with DeLon Wright once he came here is amazing. For him to get three triple-doubles, at the end of the season, I mean, it's for Kelly DeLon Wright. I mean, I've always admired DeLon Wright, but I didn't see him as a triple-double guy in the NBA. And, but, and I think that's one thing that uh, someone's going to grab J.B. Bickerstaff as an assistant coach very soon because he's one of the most well-respected assistant coaches in the NBA because of his player development and how he works with talent. Yes, indeed. And, Phil, uh, this is a nugget I got from Jerry Stackhouse. That they didn't really stop him from going to Vandy. That kind of was a red flag for him that some may be up with J.B. Yeah. and the staff because they didn't even stop him from going to Vandy and say, yeah, you can go on and go. He said he was shocked there was no pushback. That kind of told him a little bit of a, like, whoa, this may be something going on here. Yeah, and um, that's another key, too, was the development of uh, what Jerry Stackhouse did. I mean, he was the one that green-lighted the Bruno, uh, Sam Stein's Bruno Caboclo because he had worked with him in Toronto. And he had told that, and he had told the front office, like, this kid's doing, is doing really well in Toronto. I would grab him before someone else does, and we miss on that. And a lot of us had asked JB before, um, Stackhouse left of like, why would you, why did you want to let him go? He goes, I don't want my, my staff to miss out on an opportunity that comes in front of them. And he said that 
uh, Stackhouse has been wanting to be a head coach for a long time now, but he believes that he'll make his way back into the NBA as a head coach. Yeah, he's making three million at Vanderbilt, so I would say he wouldn't make it in Memphis, probably like five hundred thousand, if that maybe. So yeah, he got him a nice good raise. But when Stack kind of said they, they didn't really stop me when I got because I had him on the show and he said something, I was like, yeah, that kind of. Yeah, he said, kind of let me know something maybe going on. I need to kind of take it while I can. And I just feel, yeah. I feel bad for you guys and Memphis as the fans and the media because you all had a great product on, on Lionel Hollins. Dave Yeager kind of kept it going, but then, you know, you fire him because he can't get along with the guy. He's looking at other jobs, of course, but he maybe he, maybe he knew something. Maybe, I think it's maybe proving Yeager right now, if you look at it from a kind of revision history kind of point of view, he maybe was right about some things going on in that office there. Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting with this new front office change, and I think it's starting. I think it's going to start to go in the in the right direction now. When you have a guy like Jason Wexler, who is totally invested in the city of Memphis and the Grizzlies, and one of the things that a lot of people respect Jason Wexler is he's a very forward thinking guy. He's a very forward thinking. What can we do for this franchise in the next five years, the next ten years? And but you gotta. It all starts with the draft lottery coming up. You either there's a chance you either get the top four pick, you get the eighth pick, which will be the worst thing for the Grizzlies, or you get or you get to convey that to Boston. So, and that's where it all starts from there. And then you got to worry about what do you want to do with Mike Conley? Do you want to trade him? What what kind of deal do you want to work out with Jonas Valanciunas? Do you want him to pick up the player option and then renegotiate a new deal for him uh, the following year? So it all starts with uh, the front office has a major decision to make once the draft lottery happens. I think that maybe you can trade Parsons as somebody's cap space with the cap going up this year and since having cap space off that 2016 boom of contracts of bad deals of, of epic proportion. You know, I feel like you could trade Chandler and somebody's cap space for, for a draft pick maybe. It's, but maybe the Hawks take him even just to get a pick out of the Grizzlies or you get a pick from the Hawks, whatever you want to do. But I, if, you, if you can find a way – if you can get someone to take that Chandler, take Chandler Parsons, go for it because I believe they've been trying to do it for the past three years, and everyone's hung up the phone. Yeah, because I just feel like if Mike Conley <laughs> tweeted out no words, which tells me he ain't yeah. too happy, and he may finally just step up and say, "Get me out of here." Yeah, and and they will gladly do it, and it's, it's the decision's all on Conley. They will. I ha- I see them saying, look, what do you want to do? If you want us to send you to a contender, we will do that. Because the whole during the trade deadline, there was no way he was going to Utah. There was no way. I mean, he wants to be put on a legit. I know disrespect to Utah, they're a great team, but like, you're not going to see Utah in the NBA Finals in the next two to three years anytime soon. No way, no how. Mike, wa- I mean, Mike, yeah. <laughs> So, and Mike said, and so at his exit interview, someone had said, "What do you, what are that's are your goals?" Things that I want to wear a ring, and whether it's here or if I have to go somewhere else. So, um, it, I, I would not be shocked about if Mike Conley is traded at around the NBA draft. I see a good maybe soft landing, Toronto maybe, or Boston Kyrie Irving leaves maybe. Because uh, the, the top four in yeah. the West doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Golden State, no. Houston, no. Portland, no. OKC, no. Denver, I, I don't see anything out West that would make sense other than if you want to contend. 
I would say, or if Milwaukee wants to do a Bledsoe for Mike Huntley and Mike Budenholzer's system, maybe, those are the things I see out. I think out east makes more sense, out west for Mike Huntley right now. Absolutely, and, and I, I can definitely see Boston making a call to try and get him, because a, a lot of, he will be a perfect fit in Brad Stevens' offense, and he can be, a, and he's an one of the best floor generals out there in the NBA right now and one of the most respected point guards in the NBA. And that kind of knowledge that he has can help revolve around the young talent that Brad Stevens has with the Celtics right now. And with him, the another thing right now, I don't think the Grizzlies right now are trying to look to make any big signings this summer due to the Chandler Parsons contract. It all depends. They're all going to be focused on the year after. What are we going to do going after, not the year 2020? Yeah, because if I was Jason West, I want to trade away the Mike Conley contract so I can, I can get off of Battle Tunes if I wanted to, CJ Miles, Bradley, and Parsons the same year and start pretty much a clean break after the next season, maybe just take it on the chin, let the line right, develop, develop, and then say, let's develop this year, whoever we hire, and just say in 2020, let's go forward again and rebuild this thing up the right way around. And Jaron Jackson going to year three. Absolutely, and I, it, there's no question going around in the city, city of Memphis and the front office. Their goal is to build a franchise around Jared Jackson Jr. But a lot of a lot of people believe that Mike Conley is the perfect point guard for Jared, that where he can develop his game around Mike Conley. And, and no disrespect to Delon Wright, I mean, he, Delon Wright's an, a great uh, point guard, but he's not ready to fill that role and to help a guy like Jared Jackson. Yes, yes, indeed. And, and Phil, before you go, what is the Grizzlies' cap space? I know like, we talked about a little bit around it. I know with Chandler Parsons' contract, the balance is opting in potentially. I know Miles is opting in as well. Every rally can be let go because partially guaranteed, but pretty much the Grizzlies have the biannual mid-level, and that's about it, right? That's about it right now. Um, I believe I don't see every – I mean, as much as the, the Grizzlies loved Avery Bradley after the trade deadline, I just don't see them – Finding a way to, to keep him around. I mean, what in the in the seven games that he played with Memphis? I mean, he did an incredible job to where he rejuvenized his career. I mean, because he was not. I mean, the way he was playing with the Clippers was a travesty, and he really rejuvenated his game. So, and another thing, look, you get do you find a way to keep Joe Noah? He's a he's a solid backup center, and he proved that this. They see what the deal is, and Jaron Jackson loves uh, playing with a guy like Jesse you know, and loves learning from him. So the Cavs space right now, you have a lot to decide on this summer with Valanciunas and Conley and Parsons. It's, there's not a lot to work on for this year, but it's it's the next summer in 2020 where you need to decide where you're going to go with your franchise. Well, Phil, at least they have you, Phil, Pete, Brevity, guys. Because I <laughs> you all are constants. <laughs> Everything else is always in flux. But I know I'm going to see you, <laughs> Brevity, Pete, there. It's a fast form every day. We talk about come by to you guys, man. <laughs> oh, man. It's always good to see you in town, boss, man. Yes, indeed. Phil, hey, man. Thank you for your time, my brother. We're talking again for agency, man. When the Greens make some moves, and we'll catch up again, buddy. Have a great offseason, man. I'll see you guys real soon, man. Hip hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, 
and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh. Family Grind. ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m. Only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. <laughs> 